0: To boot, cool. Uh-huh. if I'm in 110 degree weather and I see some dude walking towards me in jeans, I'm crossing the street, so guy's <laughs> obviously crazy.
1: You're like, yeah, obviously a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. I almost said, you drink risky. (laughs) And why do I say that? It's because my uh, exam's coming up, and we're talking about risky investments, probably. But anyway, here's some great ways you can support us before I go on a tangent. Uh, Hit us up on Instagram, um, on Patreon. Uh, We had uh, even a guy on uh, Facebook, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but we had a guy on Facebook reach out and uh, say some great great things to us uh, this week, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, like I said um, but we appreciate anyone who hits us up, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, uh, chillfilter.com Patreon or the other way around <laughs> that actually came out of my mouth. Anyway, uh, that's the business I'm going to talk about this week. Uh, let's get to the talking. We got a lot of history today, but before I talk about anything whiskey related, I want to hear how Robbie's doing.
0: I'm good, man. I'm really good. It has been a pretty good week. Um, especially with, you know, some of the, I mean, when you like, can we talk about, cause I think that's the biggest thing for me this week was the enjoyment of the interactions on Facebook we had this week. Oh yeah, can, for can sure. Can talk about it? Please. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And so, and like, it was also Patreon stuff too, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Darn right. So pretty awesome. Uh, had a guy named Nathan Anthony hit us up on Facebook, which, I'm just glad that I was actually paying attention because I'm not the best at keeping up with this stuff. Instagram is definitely far better because Cole's usually getting on that. But uh, anyway, Nathan Anthony hit us up and he's like, hey, enjoy the podcast, left an awesome review on Facebook. And then he uh, became a Patreon member and uh, which is like super exciting. But then like even better than that was like, hey, I got some, uh, was it Old Forester birthday bourbon? Yeah. And, 2019. Yeah, so he, he hooked us up. The couriers. He's got it all figured out with a courier. It's heading this way, and so anyway, we got some goodies for him. Um, and yeah, uh, no, it's just super, super exciting. It's like it's it fun. I think one of my favorite things about the interaction though was like he's like, I just really enjoy the podcast, you know, and I'm like, awesome, love it. Yeah. But you know, the funny thing is,
1: and he said, "Oh, go, no, go, ahead, you go, go you ahead, go ahead." No. He said uh, he bought a bottle of Nika uh, from the barrel. Yeah. And he was like, I got this because of you guys and what you said about mm-hmm. it. So I was like, people listen to us.
0: <laughs> well, the funny thing is this week, like, I like all I was going down, I was just getting him like, oh, this is awesome. And my wife, Chelsea's like, "What? what's so awesome? I was like, we got like this, a fan who's mentioning, he goes, you call it a fan? Really? You have fans? And I was like, okay, whatever. A listener. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it was awesome. Like super excited. So Nathan, thank you so much uh, really made our week. So really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And you got a, uh, chill filtered glass and potentially maybe, or maybe not a sample or two coming your way as well, Nathan. So thank you so much. Go ahead, Robbie. Oh uh, yeah.
0: So anyway, no, it's just been an awesome week. I think that's, it's, that's really fun just to, you know, get interact with folks, especially new folks, you know? So anyway, welcome, Nathan. Oh, sure. Thank you so much for joining up on Patreon. Um, other than that though, it's been a pretty good week. Um, gosh we celebrated the twins birthday this weekend and so yeah. they turned three and gosh Fake three yeah so it was a lot of fun and I think my favorite thing is watching little kids try to like around th- two or three like try to figure out how to hold up two or three fingers and like like the focus <laughs> that goes into that manual dexterity is pretty funny to me Oh yeah. so
1: changing from two to three too, yeah. a big deal yeah it's it, one it, more oh, it's, it's like 50% more fingers <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, two is pretty easy too because you can just do like the like, you can do like peace two sign. one fingers. Well, peace sign is tricky, so like you can do like one finger on each hand, like we're number one on each hand, or you can do like you know mm-hmm. the like finger pistols, like that's two fingers too. But then like you get throwing oh. three there, like you it it is trickier, man. So it was a little bit trickier. So uh, so we celebrated yeah. their birthday this week, which was a lot of fun. And then what did I want to say something else was going oh. Got a lot of yard work done, like I have one more pad of concrete to pour this week, so I'm super excited about that, and I don't know, that's kind of lame, but I'm excited about that, and uh,
1: yeah. You're a dad.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And then, uh, I don't know, it was just kind of a fun week too, we had a a lot of good interaction on uh, Instagram as well, people just kind of commenting and talking, so it was a good one, man. How has your week been?
1: Um, It's, you know... I haven't gotten into a fight yet, uh, a fist fight on the street yet. I think it's probably because no one's on the street anymore. But if they were, yeah, my exam is in less than 168 hours, meaning less than a week. To
0: boot, cool. Uh-huh. If I'm in 110 degree weather and I see some dude walking towards me in jeans, I'm crossing the street. So,
1: guys, <laughs> obviously crazy. You're like, yeah, obviously a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> I was at. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but there was a guy at my work when we were, you know, full time in the office, and uh, we were making the jokes about sociopaths. And he's like, "I don't wear socks while I sleep. I'm not a sociopath." And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> but the, you know, the 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 red flags of sociopathy or whatever How sociopathy. Do I don't know. Right?
0: Yeah. There oh. you go.
1: Sociopathy, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so I'm a little bit stressed. Um, you know, I took a, finished another practice exam yesterday and did okay, did well. I I think I got a passing score. In fact, I did get a passing score, but (laughs) there's this fear in me, you know, and it it takes over it like talk about subconscious. I think I'm doing fine. And then I like flip out about something and like, it's just like hormonal almost. Like I just, (laughs) I cannot control the, um, emotions that I'm feeling within me during exam week so uh, listeners be nice on Instagram you always are so I know <laughs> that'll be the case uh but yeah just don't mess with me for the next week I mean you can Robbie but just keep it clean well, you know what's keep it nice you know what's interesting uh-huh. two things
0: first have you ever heard the song wave yeah. of mutilation by the pixies
1: uh I've 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 heard it okay. I, I don't remember it right now it's
0: just that just kind of reminds me of what you're saying like all of a sudden you just get this wave of mutilation where it's just like anger i don't know anyway mm-hmm. second have we ever had or you had like hate on the chill filter pages or anything like that like, you would ever be like you guys suck uh
1: no uh, i had one guy that was just kind of really rude in a comment uh but he's also known as a really rude guy hmm. so i just deleted the comment <laughs> all right i like i like posted that uh uh eh taylor foregrain was in my top 10 and he like did like a laughing face and he's like top 10 and he was like he's that kind of guy like uh everyone that i know that is aware of this person is like yeah he's a jerk hmm. and uh, so that was as bad as it gets okay. on uh, chill filter instagram yeah oh man
0: i think uh i'm gonna have to start doing that in general every week just from my yeah, just personal start account
1: hating on people for their yeah well,
0: just on my personal account like just make fun of you and <laughs> yeah there you
1: go Especially this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what's going on. And so it's funny. Like we were here before in, me- in March rather. And I never got to take the exam. Mm. And now we're here in July. And I am a little worried. But it'll be great. I, I am set to pass it. I've studied over 350 hours for this exam. Uh, which if you consider it. That is a buttload of hours. Mm. I mean. If I were to study. Let's see, and put all those fifteen all days those straight
0: hours into a sherry cask, a sherry butt. And yeah, would fill the whole yeah. thing because that's a butt load.
1: You would almost have a straight bourbon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then we had oh boy. So this weekend, just to go a little further into my life, which I know the podcast listeners can enjoy here and there. Um, <laughs> someone's like, "Get to the whiskey up, man." No, well, hey, we hey, that you. listener. <laughs> guess
0: what? You can. It's a podcast. You can fast forward it. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Press that skip ahead. Um, we got... So uh, Heather and I went out for uh, ice cream the other day. Mm-hmm. And we're coming on back to the house. And I think we're just going to... I think we were just going to head up to go to bed. It was like late. I mean, late for us is like 930. So we were just like heading up. And uh, as I'm walking on the first step, I see a... what looked. It was pretty dark. And I was like, that looks like a cricket on the um, stair. And I, like, nudge at it, and it was a straight-up cricket. And I go to, like, stomp it, and I actually do kill it. Um, and I go and grab – I think I had a napkin in my hand from the um, – Ice cream. Ice cream. Nice so contact. I, like, grab it. And so here's the thing about crickets in Arizona – you get your standard cricket, not too dark. It's kind of a lighter cricket, sure. But crickets <laughs> you describe are crickets great like you describe
0: food. the color of a whiskey.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not too dark. It's a copper color, uh, a little bit lighter, uh, amber copper. Uh, no, and so crickets are the main source of food for scorpions. Mm-hmm. And so I've talked when when Adam was on, I think yeah, a little bit when Adam was uh, co-hosting uh, about my experience with scorpions and we found two outside the front door when we first moved into this house and then we never saw them again because i started spraying all all over the place outside so we get home we see a cricket and i'm like hmm cricket means maybe scorpion but i just brushed it off and i go to grab something uh from the kitchen i think i maybe it wasn't that i had it in my hand maybe i did go to the kitchen to grab it and heather screams and right next to her foot luckily she was wearing shoes was a scorpion oh, man. and it was like two inches long which and then it was actually more than that because its tail was extended uh to the to the bottom and she must me either me or her must have already killed it oh man um, which is great news um because those things like we we knew someone recently that got stung by one and said it was worse than childbirth e. And it's not always the case. Like some pain is always, you know, uh, subjective, and some people are affected more than others. Um, But it was like freaky, man. And so we like pulled out, and they glow in black light. So we like pulled out the black light, made sure that one was dead, uh, searched all over the house, found two mini ones, like centimeter long ones. They were oh scary. And so we only found them downstairs, freaking us out. We were like having trouble sleeping that night. And then um, we got pest control in there taking care of it and now we're on a subscription with them so <laughs> anyway long story short scorpions are the worst thing in the world they're like nightmare insects and are technically they're arachnids so i can't say they're nightmare insects um so I, there you go i was just waiting for you to be uh, like world, we accidentally don't killed to arizona like, after
0: i killed it i just like got down to it i was
1: like rocked you like a hurricane S- S- <laughs> um, well, what I like to do too is I, if I kill something in my house, I like to leave it out for a while. Yeah. Kind of a reminder to other bugs. This is what happens. Yeah. Well, there you go. So.
0: That's scary. Um, yeah. Speak. Uh, oh, I got a story. So yeah. you reminded me of some, mm-hmm. t- the drama in the deadlow household today. The, all the girls were talking about yeah. for about an hour. Um, so uh-huh. the girls get like their. I've brought up the skittles. How bourbon leads to skittles, and um, it's a bourbon's the gateway skittle drug. But anyway, so the girls. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when they go potty, they get, like, a, a potty candy, and they get to pick two Skittles, uh-huh. and June uh, went to the bathroom, so I was getting the Skittles up for her, and I reached in, and I just took a, took a Skittle and ate it, two green ones, actually, I took got two green ones, and I, uh-huh. and I tilt the jars for her to get it, and she goes, what is that, Daddy? And I go, what's what? And she goes, that, and points in the jar, and I look at it, there's, like, this brown recluse inside the Skittle jar that <gasps> I just reached my hand into.
1: Oh, my um, yeah. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, the glass sides of it, it couldn't climb up, and, like... Oh man! So
1: and you were you were offering it to your yeah, daughter. she, just, she would have doing? reached yeah. her hand in there. Oh, oh man. man! You would have been the worst dad in the world. Oh man! Yeah. But your daughter saved well, the, you. Who was it? it Juniper? Was
0: so the funny thing is, like with like yeah. with spiders, like brown recluse, I don't mess around. But like, it surprised me, and I was like, I was grossed out, and it was visible to the girls. But like in general, like like if I see like a a good spider. I don't even know what the nice spiders are called. I can look at it and go, that's a nice spider. And oh, it gets crawling on me. I'm like, oh, hey, girls. Look, I got Because I don't want to pass my fear of spiders Yeah, out. like a daddy long leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that one like, was definitely, it freaked me out. I'm like, I uh, could have eaten it. It was awful.
1: Yeah. You could have skittled that into your mouth. <laughs> could have anyway, skittled it in my mouth. Skittled it right in your face. <laughs> uh, I love using verbs and saying, like, to the face. Okay. Like I just got just got John to the face or something like that. Skilled <laughs> to the face. Anyway, you got what to the face? Also reminds me, what's that? You got, what's
0: you got what to the face the last one you just used? John?
1: Uh jawned, yeah. Yeah, you uh, that
0: that I think it was uh, was it B-side last week was bringing up your use of John and- Yeah, Yeah. And, mm. and uh,
1: well, he's he lives in the Philly area, or at least an hour or two yeah. from it. Well, last but he used to live in Philly. Well, last week, it,
0: it definitely sounded like you said something besides John, and then you just got John to the face, and so it just made me laugh. So,
1: ah, that's funny. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So I would love to keep talking, but I feel like what are we at? We're what like fifteen like, minutes uh, probably. Fifteen right now. minutes yeah. in. So we should probably get into the biz, right. uh, into the the history, because I do have a lot of history today. Uh, what we are drinking, which has never been mentioned in word yet, um, <laughs> is we are drinking Basil Hayden's Caribbean uh, Reserve Rye. And is that right, Robbie? Reading the reading the exact label? Yes. Okay, cool. So let's hit to break, and then we will bring it on back with some history. So here we go. <laughs> And we're back. So uh, we already gave our shout out to Nathan Anthony, and just another shout out by saying that right there. Um, okay. So first of are all, are you reading off your notes? This is our... You're reading
0: notes, aren't you?
1: No, I always read notes. Okay. But... <laughs> well, at least for I always have business, and yeah, I, yeah. I always have it at the top of my list. It says some notes to get to, and the one was talking about Perfect. Nathan Anthony. Well, and then I get into. yeah. Can
0: I read one of my notes real quick? Guy who fast forwards all of our, how you're doing, we're here. We're at the whiskey.
1: Yeah. You you can stop now. You can stop (laughs) fast forwarding. Yeah. Man, we love you. Um, So yeah, first of all, this is our second Basil Hayden's branded bottle that we've had on the podcast. Uh, If you'd like to uh, have a little more history of Basil Hayden's standard bottle or who the guy Basil Hayden was... Uh, feel free to listen to episode 90. Uh, This isn't, though, our first Jim Beam product. Uh, No, we've had tons of Jim Beam products. So Uh, Jim Beam Distillery is in Claremont, Kentucky, owned by Suntory Beam, a Japanese company. Um, The the Jim Beam Distillery goes quite a bit back in history. A Johannes, uh, known as Jacob Beam, Uh, sold the first whiskey barrels in 1795 from that place Uh, he was a farmer uh, and there wasn't always something you could just do with your surplus corn Uh, you could dry it out but you could also turn it into whiskey so that's what a lot of people did And, and if you look back in history like whiskey producing is is goes back a long time because it's a great way to preserve good stuff like I want to say like, you know, it's it's nutritional corn, but it's not anymore. I mean, it is nutritional. Um, But yeah, if you want to preserve what you've grown, turn it into whiskey. So there you go. um, The first barrels of juice he called old Jake Beam sour mash. And for almost 100 years, a little over 100 years. No, 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 for almost 100 years. uh, The way people got whiskey from them was to go to the distillery and bring a jug and just fill it up. Which is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, pour it out of the barrel into your jug. Forget the jug. Uh, until Go the company right in my mouth. started. Oh, man. Like, put a hole in that jug and put <laughs> me under that hole. And just let it flow. Anyway. Um, and that was, they started bottling in about 1880. Uh, the name of the whiskey uh, that they were starting to do after a while was called Old Tub. Which huh. they're actually reviving right now. Um Jim Beam is bringing that name back for, a, I think, a limited release, which is kind of cool. Wait, you're telling me there's going to be a
0: new old tub?
1: There's going to be a new old oh, tub. Man. They just call it tub. <laughs> it's not old anymore. Hey, tubby. Uh, <laughs> hey there, tub. <laughs> um, so I mentioned this before on the Basil Hayden Standard episode, uh, but there are a few mash bills that Jim Beam does. Uh, Jim Bean line, as well as their Bookers, Bakers, and Knob Creek lines are all low rye recipe. That's 77% corn, 13% rye, and 10% malted barley, which is actually, excuse me, a very high corn recipe. Um, but they also have their high rye recipe, which is uh, goes into Old Grandad uh, line and Basil Hayden's. Uh, I forget, but I know it was like twenty seven percent rye. I forget the barley or the barley and the uh, corn percentage, but it was lower, definitely lower uh, corn, but it was I mean, twenty seven percent rye is pretty substantial for a bourbon. Uh, let's see. They also have their traditional rye mash bill. Uh, which we do not know the ratios of, actually. Uh, A lot of people have wondered what it is, but there's no set. Uh, People online don't really know what the rye ratio is, but it's at least 51% corn, or rye, rather. Um, But you'll see Old Overholt, uh, Jim Beam rye, and Knob Creek rye under that. And I can assume this bottle, too, incorporates some of it, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, But let's remember the rules of American rye whiskey for a second. One, needs to be at least 51% rye. Uh, Two, distilled at no more than 180 proof. Aged in new charred oak barrels. um, And then put into the barrel at no more than 125 proof. And in order to be called a straight rye, there are two more rules. Two years aged and not blended with other spirits or yeah and so um let's switch over to what we're drinking today and i'll get into why i mentioned that for a second uh you may have actually heard of angels envy rye and i, I know you have robbie mm-hmm. uh they have a caribbean cask finished rye uh finished in rum cask, and after they age it in charred new oak uh, and that's not what's going on here. This is something different than any whiskey we've had on the podcast. Um, and I remember we talked about this in Beaumont uh, 15. There, And this scotch is very different. Uh, but Beaumont 15 has caramel coloring in it, which is allowed in scotch. As long as it's this specific caramel coloring that doesn't add flavor. Uh, anyway, this one is blended with not coloring with not flavoring, but another spirit. Mm. And it makes sense, like, what that spirit is. We're talking about rum because it's a Caribbean reserve rye. Um, but, I mean, they basically, like, brought some rum to the whiskey party and mixed it in, huh. which is, like, a huge sin in the bourbon world. And we're not talking about bourbon now. But you, if you did that to bourbon, you could no longer call it bourbon uh, if you did that. But rye, there's a loophole. And I'm going to read from American law or, like, legal stuff. Um, Rye can contain, quote, long quote, about to happen here. Such, Such harmless coloring, flavoring, or blending materials as are an essential component of that particular class or type of distilled spirit to which added and harmless coloring, flavoring, or blended materials such as caramel, straight, malt or straight rye malt whiskeys, fruit juices, sugar, infusion of oak chips when approved by the Director, capital D, uh, or wine, which are not an essential component, part of the particular distilled spirits to which added, but which are customarily employed therein in accordance with established trade usage, if such coloring, flavoring, or blending materials do not total more than two and a half percent of the volume, or by volume, of the finished product. I don't know why I read that all. No, it's good. But there are laws for this kind of thing. Uh, so, according to this, you can pull it off adding rum to your rye. My thought is, if this if this law is correct, they didn't add more than two and a half percent of the total finished product uh, rum which should be pretty tame, but I have a feeling there was probably a loophole in that. But here's the other thing, is that the rules for rye are this. Needs to be at least 51% rye distilled to no more than 180 proof and aged in new charred oak barrels and then put in the barrel at no more than 125 proof. Does not say that you can't add flavor, but if it needs to be a straight rye, which what we're drinking today is not, you can't add flavor or a secondary spirit. But here's the thing. You ever heard of Templeton rye? Mm-hmm. Templeton rye is, is a very controversial rye, actually. Uh, they literally add flavor to it, and they can still legally call it rye. Now, reminder to everyone, you can't do that with bourbon. There are f- more strict laws on bourbon. So I, I go about all this to say they added stuff to the rye, and they still call it a rye, uh, which is legal, and I'm talking about like federally legal. I'm not just saying like the rules of bourbon are this. No, the the, the laws of bourbon are this. So it's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, at least um, Basil Hayden's here is pretty open about it. They, they will tell That's you good. they're not hiding that they added rum to it um, as opposed to Templeton, which didn't do that. Um, we should have Templeton uh, on the podcast and kind of just talk about that a little more. But uh, anyway, uh, they also do this, Basil Hayden's that is, uh, with their dark rye that is the title of their dark rye, dark rye or whatever and they add port wine to that Hmm. Um, so what we got in this bottle we're drinking today is an eight-year-old rye which is likely their own mash of their rye mash Uh, they have also a four-year-old canadian rye likely 100% rye uh, if it's canadian and then they have a black strap rum age unknown if aged at all um, but it is a, in general, this bottle we're drinking today is a no age statement product, so they don't put anything on the label like that. It's 80 proof, and it was released last year in May, 2019. Uh, total wine price, $52.99. And uh, that's what we got. So uh, what do you say we pop this uh, little sucker? What? You got a cork on I that do. thing? Sweet, hit it. Oh, it's tight. Boom. A blue. All right. Yeah, I got to twist my little sample cap. Twisted.
0: it. All right. So, I thought...
1: Oh, it's dark. It is dark.
0: It's because they threw in some Crayola crayons and markers in it.
1: <laughs> totally legal.
0: <laughs> um, so, I thought... Never mind. I might, I'll, I'll wait. I'll reserve my comment for a little bit later, I think. so.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I'm getting rummy notes on the nose. Super rummy. Lots of rum. A little bit of like a... I wonder if the game Gin Rummy is using both the spirits in the name.
0: Hmm. I don't know.
1: Now you wonder. Now
0: I wonder. Um, I get a little bit of like...
1: So I... Oh, oh. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Cole. Okay, so I love rum, especially dark rum. Uh, like uh, diplomatico plantation which they're changing their name apparently which is kind of cool um and then what else i love like papa's pilar like just really dark meaty um aged rums uh what's that other one um oh i forget i'll think of it later uh but i love butterscotch notes in a rum um, one of the best things you can get in a rum is like a nice butterscotch. I don't like, I mean, I, I'll drink an aged rum, uh, like a white, whiter rum, but I love aged rum. It's so sweet. And I love sweet whiskey. So it kind of goes together and I might very well like this. There's a little bit in the back of my mind saying, yeah, but they cheated. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that later after we set. so. his. but I'm getting notes of butterscotch. Oh
0: yeah. I'm not I'm getting like a, a little bit like a florally. Definitely. It's like, it's super rummy um yeah
1: sugary i mean i hate using that because rum is you know distilled from sugar or some form of sugar so have you Uh, but it is kind of like gritty sugary yeah like like almost like uh, smelling that uh, raw sugar stuff
0: have you ever i mean the history of rum is pretty awesome it's crazy but uh one of the first like ways to make rum it was just like it came out of like slop for pigs because they would just take all like the like sugarcane husks and things like that, like the byproducts of sugar huh. cane, and they would throw it yeah. in there and then it would eventually get mixed in with like the pigs excrement and just start fermenting and then they had drunk wow. pigs and they're like if the pigs get drunk. We can get drunk. So that's, wow. what yeah. Anyway, rums history is really, really interesting. Um,
1: and then the rum people were the people that like, uh, you or started the word proof. I think we, we talked did, about that. Yeah. That, past, was a, so that was, that was your daily ignite. Yeah. Your
0: daily portions on the ship. Mm-hmm. You had to set it on fire to see that, to prove, prove that it was a yeah. it was high enough proof. Um, anyway, yeah. So like, it's like, I, so I used, I used to think I, well, I don't think I like this one. I typically like a, a rum cask finish. Like a Balvenie, what is it, 17? Or mm-hmm. no, four, is it a 14? Mm-hmm. Caribbean, right?
1: 14 the Caribbean, yeah.
0: Um, and I like that a lot. And there's another, I can't remember, there's another rum cask finish that I like. This one, I almost feel like I'm just drinking rum, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's so heavily rum flavored. Mm-hmm. But.
1: I have a feeling this is more than 2.5%.
0: Are you gonna start? But I am. You gonna take him to court on it?
1: I might. Hey, I could <laughs> probably win some sort of settlement here. I was lied to. You buy me a bottle of everything you own. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. Not a huge fan.
1: It is. I, I'm a huge fan of this. If it were rum. Oh, uh, bourbon. On the other hand, it's it's a different story. Or rye. Sorry, rye. On the other hand, that's a, a
0: different story. Um, that's a good point. I think it was. Uh, no,
1: I would. I would add this to a uh, uh, what do you call it? A um, mai tai, like nobody's ah, business. Okay, this.
0: yeah, that'd be good. You know, I think you bring up a good point. I think it was a uh, Caleb Olson had a post and it was like it was something about like a uh, fireball, like is fireball mm-hmm. okay or something like that. And like anyway, mm-hmm. but I, and my comment was I like a veggie burger when I think this is a nice way to eat vegetables. I dislike a veggie mm-hmm. burger when I think this is. A bad way to eat meat It's a burger Yeah, yeah. So like I uh, think what you're saying Like if I'm looking at this As a rum I like that But if I'm looking at it As a whiskey I'm like yeah, yeah. I don't. You know It's just Yeah to me it's a lot of rum And I'm not a huge rum fan I drink rum on Sundays mm-hmm. When I watch the Seahawks um, just, For tradition It's tradition It's just kind of What my sister Sister-in-law And brother-in-law And I do
1: But I don't like I don't really uh, care
0: for rum too much
1: You ever had a rum old fashioned?
0: No be all right. Um.
1: Honestly, I worked at you know the bar out in Richmond, and this guy comes in and he's a bartender, really nice guy, like not not pushy at all in terms of like his because he knew more about like mixing drinks than I did because I worked at a whiskey bar where we made three or four cocktails max. Um, but he was super nice. He's like he's like, have you ever had a rum old fashioned? I'm like, no. And he goes, try this. Just trust me. Uh, you're gonna take the same amount of rum. You're going to double the bitters, and you're going to half the sweetening. Okay, that uh, makes whether sense. Whether that's sugar or simple syrup or yeah. something like that. And honestly, it was almost better than a traditional old-fashioned with bourbon. Well, I can't say that's traditional, but it is these days. Because or gin was the original old-fashioned spirit. Oh, so. okay. Learned that in the Cocktails with uh, John Montero episode.
0: Um, are you getting any other notes on the neat Are you ready to go to water?
1: Okay, so I am getting. I'm not even getting rye. This tastes like a really aged rum. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, really butterscotch. Um, a little bit of caramely, but it's it's almost like a butterscotch candy. It's that sweet. Um, I, uh, I like it. Uh, I gotta add some water real quick because I gotta figure out if that changes it. Because even though I've kind of just reduced this to merely rum, um. It is, I I don't know how they get away with this because it is, it doesn't even taste like rye. It tastes like rum. Maybe a little bourbon-y taste to it, but it's rum. It's rum. rum. So I dropped water.
0: Nose-wise, it's still rum. Um, Sweeter. Yeah, definitely sweeter on the nose for sure. Uh, Taste-wise, I started getting a lot of bitterness, Um, you know, which... If you're drinking rum, you kinda of, like that sweetness is mm. what you want, and then all of a sudden you get this bitterness. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. You know well, I,
1: I'm getting an interesting ooh, right at the end it's the worst. But at the first <laughs> part of the bitterness, it was like this tang okay. that you're like, Okay, I see a little more like uh, complexity there, and then it turns even more bitter.
0: So I'm a little disappointed, man. Like this is what yeah, like is bitter and, Two or three weeks, I'm having horrible whiskeys. Like, I really look forward to doing, like, recording, because I usually drink something good. And I'm like,
1: ah. What was the, uh, what was the what other was one? was the campfire. Cause... Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to buy better whiskey, man.
0: Well, I was just, like, I go to this. this is the, some of the first bottles I bought for the podcast, and I was like, I know we haven't done this. I know we haven't done that. Or they haven't, so. <sighs> I do need to... Not go for gimmicks. Oh, what's my problem, Robbie? Ugh. You
1: just go with the trustees, yeah. man, and go with the name, which is, like, listeners don't listen to me on that. Sometimes you can be really surprised by really random stuff. Uh, if you have the money, try things out. If you don't, maybe stick with the trustees and the names. Like I realize that like certain names like Mictors usually have a good product, or um, anything from Buffalo Trace <laughs> has a good product. Um. Yeah, like names. They're always they're always uh more trusty. Um. I. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna add. Don't ice. buy. Or um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, buy a name. Don't buy Campfire, and don't buy this unless you like rum. Um.
1: Or unless you like smoky American things
0: that are done so poorly, and just gimmicky. Hey, that was a
1: nickname in college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> smoky things? American smoky thing?
1: Smoky American smoky thing. Smoky American yeah.
0: thing. Um, so I dropped my cube. A little more vapor on it. Uh, and it's still rum.
1: I'm getting a little less vapor, right. but it's it's a lot less sweet with the uh, thing, too. It's <laughs> muted altogether. Um, but let's taste. I have a good feeling about this. Maybe it'll be better. You know, better. Ice, ice is alright.
0: Um, it's not bad. I get a little bit more like a ooh bitterness w- w- comes in a little bit later but i think uh initially
1: yeah the bitterness shows up mm-hmm. initially
0: it was you know a little more muted less rummy still rum mm-hmm. less rummy um a little more floral i think but ugh. i don't i
1: think, think it. neat was best ugh. to give this a fair shake yeah
0: the only um, fair shake i'm going to yeah. give this is Shaking it out the window. Shaking your finger and <laughs> saying, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> The old Matumbo shake. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't like
1: this. Blah. Think about it as a rum. You'll love it. I'll just put some Coke in it, maybe. Ooh. Let me tell you, people. I would take this in an old-fashioned any day. I might try that. I'll try the old-fashioned. Yeah, do it. Double sweet, or half sweet, double a uh, bitters. That makes It'll sense. Blow your mind,
0: well, well, man. Campfire, we're saying do with Manhattan, right?
1: Yeah. Do you still have some? Oh,
0: God. Uh, I gave it to my brother. Oh, that's the other thing I feel bad about. I opened a couple of bottles that I was saving for you to open. Them. Oh. Because my brother-in-law was.
1: What would you open? Um,
0: I opened that. I opened the Redbreast Lestal, and then I
1: opened uh, that. Is it good? Opened that Johnny Drum.
0: I, I'm not going to say it right now. If you cool, okay, if you want to find out. You got to listen to the podcast, man.
1: Well, I've already tasted it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I sipped it from your cabinet while you weren't
0: looking. What? So, but I am excited to get
1: that Johnny. Is it now? Open your other cabinet because I'm behind what? it. Like. <laughs> I'm already in Boise. (laughs) No, but your other cabinet. No, go on.
0: I do have two cabinets. One's one that I share freely, just help pour for yourself. And the other one is I have to invite you back to. Nice. But anyway, so. um, Any other notes on the ice?
1: Uh, It's a watered-down rum. (laughs) So, listeners, if you want a rum that is a whiskey, (laughs) legally, buy this. I don't know if I would spend fifty two ninety nine on this. I would just get a Diplomatico. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Do you have a rating in mind? Because I'm formulating one right now.
0: Yeah. Um. So Campfire, one of my least favorites we had on the podcast. I think I gave it a four. Um. And that's because it was, at least it was a whiskey that was trying to do something. This is to me is not. And this is a rum trying to do whiskey. Really. Um, mm. it's, it's a rum dressed up in a cute little Basil Hayden's apron with a fancy little thing around the yeah. middle. Um, and this one actually looks like an apron cause it's got this like seal around the middle. looks like a little belt. Anyway, um, I'm going to mm. go, this will be my lowest rating. I'm going to go 3.5. Actually, no, I'm, I'm going a little lower. I'm going to go three. I'm going solid three.
1: Whoa. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm struggling. Throughout this rating myself because one I enjoy it because I enjoy rum. Two, I'm struggling because this is kind of cheating. Like for me to enjoy this, I don't, I don't look at it as a whiskey. That's see, that's why I went lower than. And camp. That's what this podcast is yeah, about. That's why I went lower than <laughs> Camfer
0: because I'm like you taking the fact like and then you do the history and
1: you're like it was the
0: got, they added rum. Uh, yeah, that's why I went lower. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I. I I feel like I can't give it above a seven, even though I enjoy it. I really do. I love rum, um, just because I feel like they're cheating. But I'm just gonna give it a six point five. Okay, for that reason, I'm I, I can't give it lower than a five because I I do enjoy this. Uh, but I there's something in the back of my mind saying this is Disgusting. a cheating way to oh. call it a whiskey. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> So, and then would I pay, how much would I pay for this? I'd pay 20 bucks for this. Nah, I'd pay 18 bucks for this.
0: <laughs> It'd take your $2 and buy a couple yeah, of Cokes. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, a few uh, Minis. I don't even know if you could buy a Mini for that much. Mm-hmm. No, you could. You could like a, Cheap Mini.
0: Yeah. They always have like the... Like, like Absolute. Yeah, they always have like the f- knockoff brand flavored vodkas at the front. Yeah. So... Which I would gladly drink over this, so. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't. Like, I mean, wow. especially. How much
1: you got left in the bottle?
0: Um, Well, this is one that I share quite a bit, so it's pretty mm-hmm. low.
1: hmm
0: And there's one, like, I remember I had it last summer. I had it. I went to my uh, 20-year high school reunion, and I was at a bar, and it was, like, one of the, it was it was a dive of a place. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't had that. So, I'll, you know, Basil Hayden, I usually like, basil, I like standard and stuff like this. So, like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And I liked it, but I think. That was partly due because I was at a dive bar drinking with old buddies, so... mm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let me clarify one more thing to the listeners. If you want this, get Diplomatico, their dark bottle. It's better than this. Yeah. And it's cheaper than this,
0: too. That's the thing, cheaper. So. There's a lot of money for a bottle of rum that mm-hmm. I don't
1: really... Yeah. For a gimmick where they didn't even add all... It's not even all whiskey, yeah. But anyway, I don't want to bash them too hard. Um, I mean, they're Jim Beam. They can handle it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're not going under because of this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe not one episode. Man.
0: But, yeah. Mr. Beam's going to show up my door and, you ruined me! Um, yeah, exactly.
1: I'm finished! <laughs> not finishing rum barrels. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know what's not it, finished? This bottle. It stinks. <laughs> All right. That being said, should we move on to our next segment, Whiskey World News? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's not how we... See. It's time for Whiskey World News. Cue music. Cue mm-hmm. music. All right, and we're awkwardly back from that horrible transition. Uh, This is part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. And we didn't write it, but we're reading it and we're talking about it. Uh, So this one comes from The Whiskey Wash, and it's written by uh, Nino Marchetti. Uh, Nice. thought we'd kind of stay in line with what we're drinking today, and it's called Latest Basil Hayden's Rye Emerges as New 10-Year-Old Whiskey. Uh, The premium American whiskey label from Jim Bean, known as Basil Hayden's, is typically considered a high rye bourbon. But rye whiskey is also a focus of this brand. As we've seen over the years with such releases as regular rye, a rye bourbon blend, a rye blended with port, and a rum finished rye. Blech, I added
1: the block myself. It's not rum finished. Yeah. It <laughs> uh, is rum blended. Uh,
0: now joining this lineup is a 10-year-old offering. The new Basil Hayden's 10-year-old nice. rye whiskey, according to those behind it, is the first rye whiskey in brand has created with an age statement. The mash bill of it is said to feature a slightly spicy yet approachable rye, resulting in an elegantly complex taste profile and a golden honey hue. Uh, as it stands now, it calls for the Swiss to be a limited edition offering, bottled at 80 proof and pricing around 70 dollars per 750ml bottle. Sipping—this is my favorite part of the article. Sipping suggestions for indicated is best enjoyed neat, with a drop of water, or on the rocks. Which I'm like, how else do you <laughs> sip your whiskey? <laughs>
1: They're like, don't mix it with something. The best way to sip it. <laughs> it's too expensive. Is from
0: the shoe of one you love. Um. Anyway, you'll f- yeah. I don't know. Uh, you'll find the official taste notes for it at the end of this article, which I'm not going to read because we're done reading this article. So anyway, uh, Basil Hayden's Ten Reich.
1: When was that? Uh, when was the uh, article written? Uh,
0: it was June 26th, So just about a month ago. So recently. Yeah, semi-recently. Yeah. So,
1: wait, no, that was. Like, a week ago.
0: Oh, right. It's just the beginning of July. It was a week ago, Cool. Yeah,
1: it's quarantine. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was thinking, like, it's July, so last month was June. Yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: so... No, that's cool. Yeah, any thoughts? I, yeah, I... Uh, what kills me is that Jim Beam has the potential. Like, I I don't want to compare Jim Beam to, to Buffalo Trace, but I'm gonna, and, and I do want to compare them because here's the thing eagle rare is a 10-year bourbon um you know sazerac baby sazerac is a six-year rye. you know age aging to 10 years shouldn't cost you 80 bucks yeah
0: especially especially for the story that's probably
1: Yeah, Jim Beam is probably bigger than Jack Daniel's in terms of distillery size. I don't know that. Don't quote me on that. But, like, Jim Beam has a million products, and Jack Daniel's has, like, four. That's not true, but they have a lot less. And um, and I, I just don't feel like a 10-year Basil Hayden rye should cost me 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to try it. I mean, 10-year rye is great, yeah. and, but it's also 80-proof. 80 proof and 80 bucks? That's terrible. That's like a dollar a proof. Yeah, that's a dollar one proof.
0: (laughs) Give me your 1% whiskey, please. I'll give you a (laughs) dollar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, give me half a percent. Or no, no, that's the difference, is you're getting half a percent per dollar. That's true. Put that in your math pipe. I'll give him... Smoke it hard. (laughs) Smoke it hard in the face.
0: Oh, man. So, I, I, I agree. I'm with you. Like It is a little bit more. Especially, you know, um, especially, like, I'm coming off this bottle. I'm like, hey, maybe I don't like Basil Hayden's. Maybe they're jerks. No, <laughs> I, I don't, shouldn't say that. We don't want to be too hard.
1: Uh, no, and also, uh, have you ever had Old Overholt? Um, yes. So, here's, here's something to consider, is that Old Overholt is, like, even they're bonded, which they do have a bottled and bond um is like less than 30 bucks. It's decent. And it's 100 proof. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Go with Old Overholt. Same likely the same exact mash bill. And uh so that's my thought. But it's probably a little less than 10 years, but it's decent. Like I at the wedding that I got drunk at I, I drank Old Overholt bonded. It was great. <laughs> so,
0: all right. Sounds good. Anything else? Any other thoughts?
1: I'm not proud that I got drunk. I, I know. I you're will not. say that. I know, <laughs> but it happened. Yeah, and it did and happen. Mr. And that's what I was.
0: Mister Overholt showed up to Cole's door and knocked on it and said, "Won't you let me in?" Hey, and Cole said, "Bring yeah. your whole family." <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So, I guess I don't know. I, don't, I think I'll say, should we move on to the next next segment here?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, what? How did it go last week? Last
0: week, week. so the scenario was: What is your white whale whiskey? And surprise, surprise, Cole went with another EHT. He went with um, the uh, single. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, season wood, season wood, season wood. wood. And I went with you were a seventeen.
1: Yeah, but you won.
0: Did thirty one to sixty nine percent? Yeah. So more people looking for that, but it made sense because like when look at some of the comments, most people were like, uh, so uh yep, our William. our frog turtle friend in Canada. Uh, he uh-huh. went with any any of the antique collection, really. Uh, he's always had Stag yeah, Jr. Yeah. and would love some handy or uh, oh, William Lou or William. Yeah, or uh, you were a
1: 17. Um, when we, uh, William, I'm talking to you right now. When we um, have our courier thing go down, I will make sure that Mr. Stagg is couriered your way perfect that is all
0: <laughs> and then uh killed 518 miles ferguson says he wants some bruclotti octomore but he'd be nice. happy with i'm so proud 10. of you three the 10.3 is that what it is i don't know
1: i th- yeah 10.3 maybe the most recent batch uh yeah
0: and then nathan anthony 17 went with the old fashioned sour mash bourbon drinker two uh, said pappy rye which I th- that's that's awesome uh joel and m09 1988 rare Rarecast Bruccolati, The Untouchable, Birth year Whiskey. I may have caught it, though. Ooh. So that'd be nice. And then uh, Dramhound went with uh, Ewer 17 and William Luret, William LaRue William William Weller. And then Accolary went with Lafroy 25. So some good ride-ins there for sure. I like that. Yeah, a lot of good ride-ins right there. Um, I'd yeah. be happy with any of those bottles. So you guys get your White Whale. Uh, send some blubber our way. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll send some blubber back.
1: We'll, just... <laughs> we'll send that tub right back to you. <laughs> All right.
0: So uh, this week I got one for you, Cole. I uh, yeah. So I think it was last. Week. I, I've been blowing through shows lately, and I've noticed a lot of like, especially HBO shows. So like, I think I we talked about Ballers a while ago, how they had lots of Blanton's on there, and like I just noticed Blanton's a lot. Oh, nice. Uh, first season of True Detective, which was amazing. Uh, lots of Jameson. Um, and then, oh gosh, I can't remember. And then, uh, so I watched the second season, which I didn't really pay attention to. And then the last episode was amazing. It makes me kind of want to go back and watch because I didn't think it was that great until the last episode. Anyway, lots of uh, uh, oh, black label, uh, Johnny Walker Black Label. So they kind of have these product placements. Um, mm-hmm. But if you were to be kind of like the whiskey guy on set, and you're going to place a bottle in the shot. Oh. What kind of bottle are you looking to showcase? What I mean, I mean you might even want to say what kind of genre of a show it is. Maybe that plays into it a little bit, or you just want to say, you know what, like this is a bottle that deserves some recognition that maybe people don't know about, or you just want to say, like this is like one of my favorite bottles that just deserves recognition. So, you're placing a bottle in a shot for a show. What bottle are you putting in the shot?
1: All right, here's the show, Peaky Blinders. Okay, um, and uh, it's based in Birmingham, England. And uh, they do a little gin making in a certain season, but they also drink a lot of whiskey. And if I can get some old school label of Redbreast on that show, that would be so cool. And I'd just be like, this is worthy of showing off, you know? Redbreast, some Redbreast. So I would say, if we're gonna go age wise, let's go Redbreast Twelve. You don't even have to cast strength it. Just put some Redbreast on that shelf, and it would be like epic. There you go.
0: I like that. Yeah, I think yeah. Redbreast is a great one. put in there. I think. It's I think right red, red breast is kind of understated too like unless you're really into whiskey I think don't think a lot of people would necessarily go for red breast kind of thing unless they really yeah. enjoy you know Irishes and whiskey's and done that so that's a good good yeah. call um, I'm gonna go I, I can not even care what show it is I've really been enjoying uh, some mictor's rye so and I think it's a cool bottle nice. I think you can fit it in like it's got kind of a potential like eh, you could see it like in an old West you could see it um Yeah, just behind someone's desk. It's a good daily sipper for you know whatever. But anyway, I'm gonna go with some Mm -hmm. Michter straight rye. So that's me.
1: I like that. Yeah, dude. One day we're gonna try. This is here's the thing, Robbie. Is this podcast isn't slowing down. We're only speeding up. And one day goal is to basically be able to try almost all the (laughs) whiskeys. So one day on this show and listeners, if you have a way to help us, please do. Uh, you're gonna try Michter's Ten Rye, okay, uh, or Michter's Cask Strength mm. Rye, and they are both great. Especially in my opinion, that ten year. Oh my goodness, it's can. I can't wait for the last episode so, of the
0: show. And that's it, yeah, folks. We Sign just like, we drink them yeah. all.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like every year of george c stag <laughs> and we just drank. yeah that's the beauty is that we'll we'll never no. run out like it's where there's a new whiskey uh, there's like a, a new whiskey every week so we'll pretty much be drinking that yeah. so um yeah i like that so victor's rye
0: yeah i got victor's rye and,
1: and any show any
0: yeah. show I, don't I just think it's a cool bottle it can fit in you know yeah it's it's, it's
1: nice so how are you gonna phrase that on instagram i think
0: i'm just think? gonna say what bottle would you place in the show? And then people have listened and they'll be like, I know what they're talking about. You could, And people might say, I'd put it in the show and this is what bottle it would be. Or they could just say, this is a good bottle that needs to be featured more. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: That'd be a good one. Yeah. I think I have a good, uh, what whiskey would you choose for next week?
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about that next week then, yeah. Cole. Yeah. Cole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll do. We'll do. So uh, listeners, if you could cross your fingers for my... Exam. Well, uh, and then Robbie, we'll will f- figure out. But I probably can't record next Thursday, so okay. we'll put it on Friday or something. We'll figure so. it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll- and then, um, so what should we do next time? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling something. Sti- something to to really uh, put us on the nine or eight or nine level oh, of yeah. ratings. Um, Guessing at it. Some of these things. Golly,
0: what are you thinking?
1: Uh, that old Fitzy. Uh, not old Fitzy. Um, yeah. What is it, old Fitzy? There's an old Fitzgerald, right? Or is it I old Fitzgerald?
0: So. Hold on, let me look over here real quick. Yeah,
1: it's at like a thirteen year. I think uh uh the Bourbon Badger sent it to us. I'm uh checking yeah, my so list that I originally. There's on. an
0: old Fitz thirteen year. Um, so let's do that one. Uh, and
1: what about? uh what about uh one of the things that comes to my mind is a what about we do have a new we, there's a four roses o b s f
0: well what about like the larceny barrel proof can that compete
1: oh yeah, let's do that one okay yeah yeah all right let's do yeah old fits Thirteen-year bottled and bond versus larceny. First batch of 2020. I want to say it was like one, a a twenty something. It was. It's. It's basically got the Elijah Craig barrel proof um, coating where it says uh, a something for um, yeah the release of the year and the year and the month. So it's like a five twenty or something Perfect. like that.
0: So that's barrel proof. Yeah.
1: Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's I, w- I believe it's one twenty three point two proof. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet man. Um yeah, so let's do that. Um yeah, thanks to everyone for listening in. We appreciate you guys. We do. I don't always say that. We, ap- we, do. we
0: appreciate you much more than I appreciate this whiskey we had this week. Yeah. But
1: uh yeah, anyway, for sure.
0: Uh Cole, I really hope uh the study goes well this week and you pass some more exams.
1: I hope I pass this exam.
0: (laughs) I also hope that you get rid of all the scorpions in your house.
1: I hope they all die.
0: (laughs) But most of all, listeners, we hope our love of spirits
1: lifted yours.